everyone. Welcome to a new podcast episode of Just Real Dads 2024 with me, Sight. I'm Ryan. Me, Glenn. Me, Stu. I was waiting for Stu there. Uh, we good have, order. We're not sitting in order no. for a change and it's kind of thrown everyone. Uh, also, a new podcast episode. That's the weirdest introduction we've ever done. A new podcast, yeah, it's a little bit. Also, hey. I have a bit of a brain fart. My brain was like, brain what do I normally it. say? It's gone. Uh, a brain what? To, welcome to this episode is what you normally say. Yeah, I know, yeah. And also, I've just noticed how dumpy little part of your fingers are when you were... They've got tiny little fingertips. Yeah, I've got tiny fingers. <laughs> little baby Not like your, uh, I can't eat chicken wing hands. All right. <laughs> yeah. Racist. I don't like chicken wings. I do like chicken wings. I just don't like the faff of chicken You know wings. his toenails make up for his fingers. Yeah, his witch's fingers down there. <laughs> Anyway, what uh, make that noise. Start if, you, if you want to visit the uh, anti-bullying website <laughs> at justforyourdads.com dot <laughs> com, that's how twenty twenty four started. We've got yeah. a dot. We haven't. Don't 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 look for justforyourdads.com We don't know what that is. Uh, uh, go on. Okay. It is actually a thing. Is it? Yeah, which I got uh. charged seventeen pound for yesterday and forgot about. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. I so we've the, got a website. I forgot. I bought the domain name last year for a pound, and then uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> look for look out for the website coming this year since <laughs> yeah. we've paid for it. Wow, we're really going places now. Yeah. Our, uh, our website yeah. that is coming this year. It'll have to now that yeah. we've paid for it. Uh, so professional. So twenty twenty four started. How's it going so far, everyone? Glenn, how's twenty twenty four? Good. It's um. Eventful, uneventful. It's uh. It no, can't be both eventful and well, uneventful. It can because well, oh, without going into too much detail, it was New Year's Day. I was working, and I was involved in the second restraint of the year. <laughs> on the first day. On the first day. Wow. So I was, it was a bit of a, a scrap on the, on the yard, and as I was running off, I had to grab hold of someone. Did you start it? I did not start it. No. Makes a change. The, uh, how do you call them? The prisoner started it, shall oh. we say? Yes, basically. Space. So it was, a, but you know what? It was. Re- it was no, the residence. The residence started it, and I helped with others finish it. And it was, it wasn't actually that big a deal. It was just one of those things you got to do. Um, but no, it's fine. It's it's all good. I've been out on my bike, um, loving life. It's all good. So I host twenty twenty four started. Yeah, good. Uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, not much has happened. Just back into routine, which is always nice. Um, yeah, back into routine a week later than some of us. Yeah, our school <laughs> holidays were different, but uh, yeah, yeah. didn't we know about it? Yeah, it was a nice break. So just getting back into it, and then uh, yeah, I've not really got much to say about twenty twenty four so far. What's I don't really know what you what want to say. Two weeks in, we're two weeks two in. Two weeks in. Uh, mine started quite challenging, but I'm not going to go into detail. Um, we will I'm in another episode. We yeah, will in another episode. episode yeah. We will um, in another one. So, uh, so yeah, but um, you know, there's a glimmer of light. So um, we're, we're working on that at the moment, and um, we don't do New Year's resolutions. We've decided we're not doing New Year's resolutions because no it's does. it's it's a load of nonsense. I, don't think I mean, people really. think they do. No, but you know what? Last, I mean, I think Luke and Iz have joined a gym. I think they've been three times. And you just beat yourself down for breaking them. Then. Yeah, 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 no yeah. You do. It's uh, yeah. It's uh, yeah. All I can say is roll on February and all those people that join the gym will start going and then the gym will be easier to use. You can get back to working on your beach body. I'm beach body ready, mate. <laughs> hey, well done for Already. saying that without stuttering. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm dad, beach dead bod ready, I should yeah, say. Yeah, tell really. me about it. <laughs> Hulk, uh, Hogan. Hulk Hogan over there. I can hear it. Not Hulk Hogan, Paul Hogan. <laughs> Uh, no, they're very they're different they're people. Very wow. That's not a knife. <laughs> <laughs> they're very different people. That's not a knife. It's a moustache instead, apparently. Hulk Hogan. Uh, 
my 2024 has been yeah it's been it started you know it's like um ready I, yeah i think i'm just about two weeks in and i'm just about ready for 2023 so 2024 you is not... You would like a gibbering mesh already. Mesh? Yeah, yeah. Mess. Mess. Yeah, you well, sometimes, mesh. It would have been better. If you were going to call me a gibbering mess, it would have been better if you'd said not gibbered yeah. when you were saying it. Gibbered. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a flat-out start. Like, it's been challenging, but on the whole, positive-ish. Uh, and, you know, we're only two weeks in. Only 50 of them left. It'll be all right. Happy days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. We thought uh, we did our first interview with uh, Ryan Andrea, which uh, talking about uh, kind of the journey of um, Jonah, um, which was uh, a very well uh, listened to episode. Thank yeah. you. Uh, so thank you to those out there. Uh, and then how we thought we'd start January was uh, by another interview. So uh, we were very fortunate to go to a beer tasting to Four Monkeys in Chester, where uh, it was good, wasn't it? And just because of how good that was, and I kind of uh, I've known Jamie for quite a while, we thought we'd interview uh, Jamie Northrop on the episode. Uh, Jamie Northrop owns Alexander's and Four Monkeys, uh, and obviously, uh, obviously, being just real dads, he's a dad as well. Um, so we thought we'd give him a interview, and not just any dad. I mean, he covers. I think he covers all the bases yeah. of definition of dad. Uh, currently enjoying four kids, and no more. I don't think. But for giving the the interview, uh, but yeah, Jimmy Jimmy's really open and really honest, and and it was a, a good chat. Yeah, yep. So I hope you enjoy the interview. Here it goes. Uh, okay, so uh, we are at the top of Alexander's uh, with hidden away, huh? Hidden away, hidden away, Alexander's uh, with. Uh, I'll do a small introduction. He is uh, an old school politician. Yeah, <laughs> a uh, an entrepreneur. The good kind. The yeah, the guy. good politician, an entrepreneur, a father of four. Uh, we've got Jamie Northrop, uh, who, uh, we'll, well, we'll introduce him in a minute. Yeah. So welcome, Jamie, to the Joshua Dads podcast. Uh, do you want to give a little introduction to who you are? Uh, yeah, hi. Um, I, as you just said, I'm Jamie. I am 40 years old, um, father of four girls. Um, Ooh, yeah. Good challenge. Good sound a- ages? We have um, Eva's 10. River is three, and the twins, Pixie and Indy, are 13 weeks. And to be fair, 13 weeks, you are looking well. Like, you <laughs> you don't look like you've had no sleep. Uh, you, you might say different about my wife. <laughs> I hope she doesn't <laughs> listen. She, You're getting it in the neck for that statement, not me. She right. does a lot of the nighttime stuff since I've come back to work. Okay. Well, we'll talk about kind of work-life balance, because yeah. uh, what is work for you, Jimmy? What do you... Tell, tell everyone, everyone, like there's thousands of them. What do you do? Um, so I own Alexander's, which, as you've just mentioned, we're sat above at the moment. It's a live music venue and comedy club um, in Rufus Court in Chester here. Um, and then we've just opened Four Monkeys, which is a craft beer shop as well. So, yeah, we run those. And they do a great beer tasting. Which we know, yeah, very good. Yeah, and some of the best scotch eggs I've ever had. I'm up right there. Good scotch eggs. They were good scotch eggs. <coughs> frog in my throat uh jimmy alexander's i want to ask you a question because i said in the car i would uh are you going straight in with this i'm going to go for it okay yeah uh, i'm going to give you a chance to the name drop like alexander's live music and comedy who's who's like the biggest name you've met like who so the biggest name ever at alexander's was before my time and that's ed sheeran oh, really <sighs> Yeah. See, you definitely didn't have to say... Be- we can edit out before my time you if you can, want. You can if you want. Like before he got famous? 
Yeah, so when he was grassroots level, do, touring around, oh. playing tiny venues oh, all nice. over. Um, Duffy played here quite a lot. She used to waitress over the road in Chez Jules and oh. pop over here and do the open mics. Cool. Um, since I've been here, we've had still quite a lot. My favourite would be Maverick Sabre. Nice. That nice. was yeah. a, a great night. So, yeah. Cool. That was, was that just before COVID? It was, yeah. It was quite a, a little bit before COVID, but yeah. Um, Comedy-wise, we've had Jason Mumford just during COVID when we were doing outside gigs. We're Russ, Russell Kane as well, quite regularly. So. Oh, nice. Russell Kane's a big... He's a dad. And boss, is it, I think, from what I remember. Yeah. Um, cool. That is pretty... I mean, I had to. I wanted to know. Uh Let's just go right back, because obviously we know each other quite well from uni. Yeah. Okay, so uh, in university, what uh, what did you do? What did you study? Thanks for this, Sai. It's all right. Um, I studied contemporary dance. Yeah, um, going well with it now? Uh, I think it got me into entertainment and events, so not, obviously not directly related, but I did work in the industry at Leeds University after I graduated. That was one of my first jobs, um, and... I think that sort of tied in quite well. Obviously, based on a performing arts campus, one of the first people I spoke to when I took over Alexander's was the head of music, who is now head of department, um, and they helped massively um, with bringing people in when I first started here. We also now run a Monday night where we have all of the university bands come in here to rehearse and practice. It's oh, open, good. you can come in, but they, they use it for cool. rehearsal a lot. And they do all their assessments here at the end of the year. Oh, that's good. Because they used to go to Kingsway, didn't they? Yeah, so they still would go to Kingsway for all of their lectures and in their studios and stuff. But in terms of doing live performance in a live venue with an audience, we even have the tech students in, so they'll do the sound and lighting on those nights as well. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Nice. That is cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, four girls. Yeah. What's What's the... Single biggest challenge of four girls in the house, like which instinctive answer? Five girls in the house. Five girls in the house. Yeah. Five girls with my wife Alicia. <laughs> yeah. Um, the biggest challenge in terms of in the house and like household life at the moment, probably the amount of washing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Is it? Yeah, and they will put stuff in even if it's not dirty and. It will take us days, hours, hours to do it all. Does anyone iron? Me. Do you? I do that, yeah. I see. I've stacked off ironing. Yeah. See, in our house, it's only my clothes that get ironed. Just like my chinos for work or a shirt. I used to iron all the time in uni. Chinos. Such a cool teacher. It is as well. Obviously, Eva is school age, so we do have a lot of of ironing for that. the the little ones obviously not so much. You're not I'm not ironing the the twins' outfits, but um, such a pain in it. Yeah, I hate it. So how did Jimmy? How like was it a fairly straightforward journey from finishing contemporary dance to here? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like I said, I, I finished university. I did a year at university as the president when I finished my degree. Yeah, I. <laughs> Um, I got a job at Leeds University working in extracurricular stuff with the student union, but I was performing arts based, so we ran all of the extracurricular stuff that went on in the theatre, the dance classes and competitions and stuff like that. 
Um, had a few years where I wanted to be back in Chester, so I left that job, worked in the nightclubs and bars and everything here, and then Alexander's got put up for sale. So it kind of flows, yeah. And the newest venture, Four Monkeys. Yeah. Lovely little venue. We've, we've been in, it's just such a good use of the space. Uh, if you come and visit, try and count the monkeys. There are a few. <laughs> uh, also, Jimmy's provided. Uh, we're having, a, we're enjoying a, a right, verdant. So Ryan, Ryan's doing normal January. I've decided to do dry January, which I'm regretting Fool. a little bit now. Yeah, because this is such a good beer. Uh, verdant Brewing, uh, D Bleaker, and an IPA at six point five. It's lovely. It's really good. Whereas <laughs> I've got a lovely zero point five percent cloud water fresh, which is quite nice. But it's missing. It's missing. It's missing the alcohol, but. Yeah. I'm right, um, but when so four monkeys is is really new. Really new, yeah. We opened in December. Do you want to explain what it is? Yeah, so we're a craft beer bottle shop. Um, do got a, a little bar in there as well with a big range of spirits and everything. It's something that I've wanted to do for a while. I really love beer, which I'm sure will like come out in the discussions <laughs> and stuff today. Um, I also really love whiskey. Um, when we go for drinks me and my wife is always a bit of a, a struggle we'll pop in somewhere for one and then have to move on because she wants wine, wine or prosecco yeah. and and, we all, and all of that so we've got all of that in the shop we've got a lot of english wine which has actually really impressed me um i don't really know much about wine but we've done a lot of wine tastings choosing the wines for the shop and is it's it nice so it is actually really good to the point where now that's what alicia will drink at home rather than what we what, used to have. Uh, where's it from England? Um, no, I know. It's from, um, the one we've got in at the moment is called Halfpenny, and it's just sort of um, near Wolverhampton Way. Oh, right. Um, so, yeah, quite close, really, in terms of vineyards and stuff. Oh, nice. I've never, yeah, I've never come I'll across. try it. I'll happily try it. We've got a chapel. Not until February. <laughs> yeah. We've got a chapel down sparkling as well, which is really nice, and that's from Kent. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, that's... Uh, a bit about the shop and just something that I've always wanted to do but there's always something that gets in the way and units not available and this that the other so everything kind of lined up a little bit twins maybe not so much they're coming along at the same time but we just deal with that one <laughs> yeah does does it make it easier having four monkeys so close to Alexander's uh, yes does it does yeah with? absolutely because um, we've already got a really good pool of staff um, and everything so we're already sorted for all of that um, and if I'm doing shifts and stuff myself, it's very easy. I can nip into one venue and then across to the other and back and forth. So in that respect, it is. Um, the only issues I would say we have are that we're in a private courtyard, so we don't have passing trade. Yeah. We would be a lot busier if we were on the high street, but then we wouldn't have the beautiful setting that in the summer you can sit outside yeah. and, and all of that. So it's, it's kind of difficult because it's lovely here but we just don't get anyone passing through. And you've probably got one of the biggest beer gardens in, in the city centre. I think in the city centre for sure, it's massive, yeah. Isn't it? it's, yeah. And it's lovely in the summer, yeah. it's really good. Um, if we're doing some promo, we do all the outside gigs in the summer and everything, um, put festivals on and arts festivals. We're going to try our hand at a bit of a comedy festival this year. Craft Obviously, music. Yeah, there you go. There's nice. it, there loads you go. of stuff. Yeah, let's scope. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, nice. Uh, and if you know, if you're in Chester or you know in the Chester area, and you you want to pop in for a beer, uh, yeah, definitely. Alexander's and Four Monkeys are worth a look. The lovely, lovely spot. And like Jamie says, in the summer especially, like it is such a, a cracking little venue to to sit outside and and chill. 
Yeah. Uh, obviously, we've got, and we've been on this podcast for the last two years, so everyone knows that we've got, I've got one kid, you've got yep. two. Yep. Yeah, and the absolute delight and joy that they are all the time. But they are yeah. a challenge. They are a challenge. We love them. Uh, you having four, obviously, uh, being a stepdad and then having yeah. uh, three of your own, what, uh, what would you say are the main challenges? They're all very different ages. So we've got Eva, like you said, is my stepdaughter. She's 10 now. River is three. Um, and then the twins, Indy and Pixie, like we said, they're 13 weeks. So they have all got very different challenges because of the age range. Yeah. So if we start with the twins at the moment, obviously the challenges are still sleep. Everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. um, Indy has a dairy intolerance and we think soy as well. And Pixie doesn't. So we've um, had a bit of a journey with that. How one can and one can't, I don't know. But um, very strange. We (coughs) had a similar thing with River. So we did spot the signs quite early. But obviously going back and forth to paediatrics and dietitians, And we've had about five different prescription milks. And we're on Gaviscon, which then makes them constipated. So then we're on Lactolose. And then we're on... Um, on Meprazole as well and a lot of the time we think oh we're just pumping them full of stuff but then the doctors are quite good and they do reassure us that we are doing the best for them but that's that's difficult with the twins yeah feeding has been the, the biggest challenge with the twins well, and that affects everything doesn't it from like sleep to it, it affects absolutely everything even down to when Alicia is trying to get them to dress and um, match them and they're different sizes because one's not fed yeah, yeah, um, yeah. very well so Indy was she's catching up now she's doing really well but she was an awful lot smaller than Pixie um, which yeah. is ironic given the names yeah yeah. well Pixie was the slightly smaller to start she was 5'6 and wow. Indy was 5'7 when they were born so that's kind of how it went in terms of naming them and then obviously it completely switched but um, they're still, they're, like I say, they're 13 weeks, but they're still only just moving out of their newborn clothes. Oh, okay. And they're identical? No, they're not. Um, grandparents struggle to tell them apart, but they do not look anything like, they if you ask me and Alicia, they're very different. And they're very different in their personalities as well already. Yeah. Yeah, very different. Just to go back to uh, the twins' weight at birth, I don't know, what did Harper weigh when she was born? Uh, Harper was 7'10". Right, so she was... Normal baby weight, yeah. Right, I don't know about you because Sammy, when she was born, was sub six pound. How did that feel holding two of them? Because, like, when I held Sammy, it was like she's tiny. I, in fact, I remember great for the, the listener, of course, but Sammy was that big, and I'm now holding my hands on my chest, yeah. But, like, that. Like she lay there, and I knew that's how big she was. But your two were obviously a little bit smaller than that. Yeah. Is that just a bit mad? It, it was really bizarre because River was like over eight pounds when she was born. So yeah. she, we like, I think Indy has only just reached the size River was when River was born. Wow. Um. So it has been really, really odd. Um. And I obviously don't know if this is the correct thing to say, so I don't want to offend anyone out there. But and to me, they looked really prim. They they yeah. just had that look about yeah. them. Um, changing the nappies was um, really odd as well because we're just not used to that. They did well. They got to 36 weeks. Um, so we were really impressed with how well we actually got on. Um, but yeah, it was it was difficult. Um, I feel like I was, even though River was my first, I was probably more delicate with the twins then I would yeah, throw yeah. River around and everything else. Whereas the, when they were first born, they were tiny. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was really difficult. It was a natural birth. 
It was, yeah. Alicia's a trooper. Natural birth, to, uh, to obviously two births, 15 minutes apart. There's a oh, well done, Alicia. Yeah, that's good going. Well, we, we were scheduled for a C-section um, and then Alicia decided about 10 days before that she didn't want that because of the recovery yeah. and driving and mm. obviously having a three-year-old and a 10-year-old yeah. yeah. and school runs and, and everything else. She just thought, no, I'm going to be really isolated. Yeah. Um, we're really lucky. Our family come over a lot. Alicia's family's Liverpool. My family's all mid-Wales. But no one is in Chester, so she just didn't want to be really, really limited. Yeah. So mm. she, we, we saw the consultant, changed our minds and... He actually, on that same day, kept her in and started the process. Twins, it's the, like so. I said on the podcast that like, we we had the debate when we were in France over the summer about having another one, but uh, I think the thought of twins makes me really like anxious. Yeah, so Just we there. we had the discussion around Christmas time, like two Christmases ago. Shall we try for one more? With um, we were in the middle of a house renovation, so we were saying hopefully we'll have the space for another one. Um. Everyone will have their own bedrooms. We've got a, a, a conservatory now, which is a playroom. So there's there's plenty of space to have one more. And I stress one more. There was no twins in either <coughs> side of our families. Yeah. It wasn't even a consideration. Um, and then when we had... We went for a private early scan because Alicia had been really sick. Um, hadn't told anybody that we were pregnant. And we sat there and the, the lady just went, oh, look, there's two. <laughs> and um, I turned around and said, to what? <laughs> <laughs> to what? Um, and she went, well, there's two sacks. And I was like, right, okay. And that was over in St. Helens. And we drove all the way back to Chester that evening without speaking to each other. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was just such a shock. Um, and yeah, it continues to just get harder. So if you've got twins and you're listening, you know. I um I've got a friend in school who's got twins, but she so she was having scans and things during COVID. So her husband wasn't even allowed to be there. So she found out it was twins and then went out to the car and told him. And he was like, mm. What? He wasn't even in the room when she found out that must be mad. That was when we had River I wasn't at any yeah. scans or anything because of COVID, yeah. Are you done now? Any more? Are you going to do you reckon you'll have any more? Um, I am on the waiting list. I've been oh, told yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> be having a vasectomy by March. Um, that in itself, though, has been an absolute chore because the GP just doesn't have a clue how you can get one in Chester. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been battered from pillar to post. I've rung so many different numbers, been told the waiting lists are full, you can't get on. And now I've found somewhere out on the Wirral that has put me on the waiting list and they've told me it'll be three months. So. Oh, right. Private. No, uh, no, well, they are private, but this was through, through the, the NHS, oh, okay. so I don't have to pay for I this. I think it'd be yeah. that easier than that, I, It's it? a real struggle, and I know a few different people in the same cir circumstances well. as me. And it is quite difficult as well to sort of make those initial consultations and everything. And then you ring numbers and you're told, no, sorry, we don't do that anymore. Or, no, sorry, there's a 15-month waiting list. Or, or yeah. What? I mean, that's mad. Have you been snipped? Yep. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... <laughs> When when I had when I had mine, there was like I know three or four other people who all got it done at a similar time, and it was like see the GP, yeah, we'll get you booked down for next week. So there was no waiting list at all at that point, and you know obviously things that that was pre-COVID thing. Lots of things have changed, mm. and we keep saying using COVID as the responsibility, but yeah, lots of things have changed, but. 
Yeah, the waiting list, that's mad. That has been really difficult. And um, Alicia gets quite poorly, like migraines and things, depending on like different pills and stuff. So contraception has always been a bit of a... Uh, a topic, if you like, that we always talk about. So now that we've got four, it's it's less of a topic because we know what we're doing. Yeah, and not a topic we've mentioned on the podcast in two years. Actually, I think that's the first time we've used that word. Contraception. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, going back to you know, you said that there was space for one more. Yeah. Have you had to make loads of like logistical changes since twins came along, or are you now looking at things thinking we're going to need to? Think about space. We're going to think about the, like the car. Has the did you change the car straight away? <laughs> That's the big thing in it. The car. Do you now drive a minibus? I do. Is that just easier? Um, the car is a very sore subject. Um, I had just purchased less than twelve months before we found out about the twins a Tesla. Oh, nice. Um, it is amazing. I absolutely adored it. Adore it. We still got it, but. Um, you can only fit five people in a Tesla. Oh, and there's oh. now six of us. Um, so we had a look around. We viewed the six-seater Tesla, which, again, very, very nice, but um, extremely expensive. And when you've got the six seats up, no boot. So six seats, you, not seven seats? Um, in the Model X, there's oh, a right. six-seater version that we were looking at, or seven. But you can oh, get right, five, okay. six, oh, or seven. Get six. Yeah. Um, but again, the the price it goes up to over a hundred grand, and there's no boot, and you're just thinking, my finance is going to be rinsed, yeah. and where do we put a pram? So you can, yeah, right, you yeah. can go out, but you still can't really go out, can't go away. So we um, we got rid of Alicia's car, so she now has the Tesla, which I'm really annoyed <laughs> oh. about. Oh, bitter. Um, well, again, it's. I on mean, people finance. people are listening, but we can see the pain on your face as you say that. Well, it was on finance, so I went back and said, "I need to change my vehicle. How much can I get for the Tesla?" And they went, "You owe us ten grand," because ah. I'd ha- not even had it a year. Oh, so right. with balloon payments and whatnot and everything else, so that was a no go. So we didn't really have a choice. Um, and then we now have a Volkswagen Caravelle um, with seven seats, which I'm really excited about, actually, because we're going to do festivals and camping. And yeah, that's it. It's more yeah. practical, isn't it? Yeah, like it's better. Um, we will try and get a holiday abroad this year. We didn't have one last year because Alicia couldn't fly with the twin pregnancy. Um, but after this year, I don't see us going abroad much with that many children. So yeah. camping trips, which we all absolutely love, and we yeah. do a lot anyway. We do do festivals and stuff as well. So get the kids involved and, and go out in the camper van. Well, that's I, what we did in the summer. Like we did France and we took yeah. the Skoda, and then uh, when we got back, we were like, man, if we have another child, there's no way we could do France with like all the no, gear, you'd all the find camp a way gear. To do it. The car was pretty full, and that was with a roof box on. So we went to see like the Skoda uh, Kodiaks, which is like the seven seaters, yeah. and they're yeah. really nice. But then, so but I bet you took stuff to France that you didn't need and didn't use. Like you just you find a way of getting it in. The other issue as well, which I know you love, Si, is the dog. We've got a dog. Yeah, yeah. So looking at any of these vehicles, really, where or do you put? Yeah. If you put luggage, you can't take the dog. If you take the yeah, dog, exactly. you can't yeah. take luggage. Yeah. You definitely can't take luggage, dog, and pram. Yeah. In any of them, even in mine, we'd struggle. It would all be around everyone's feet, but yeah. Big dog, little dog? Miniature Labradoodle, so okay. medium size. He's not tiny yeah. because obviously Labradoodle is quite big. But yeah. yeah. We had a smaller, than, smaller than Buzz. So, but yeah, but you just, you just learn to fit things in. 
Or, Wait, you, or you buy smaller things. It's uh, it's like 10 years of playing Tetris on your Game Boy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it did is. You see that, did you see that kid that completed Tetris recently? Completed it? Yeah. Like, you couldn't give him any more blocks. It got to a point where Tetris just went, yeah, yeah we, we're done. <laughs> really? Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, and then there was, there was a fuss because some news reporters was talking about it and said that he should go outside more or he should do something yeah, better with his time. Probably. Well, let's not rush him into meeting girls. <laughs> Um, so driving a a camper van, well, I'd, I'd love that. I mean, that'd be great. But Andrea won't buy it. Um, what other big changes have you had to make? Um, so, like I said, we were in the middle of a house renovation. Mm. We'd moved house because we were in um, Hambridge, which is lovely, but the houses are quite small and there's no outside space where we were and everything. So, we have done a lot, but we were doing it anyway. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, the twins have had to share. Well, they're not in their own room yet, but the the nursery yeah. will be for them to share. But that's fine. Yeah. I think the, and this probably won't sound like a very big deal, but we had told Eva she could move into the biggest room when our new room was ready. That we were already in the process of knocking through and making an extra bedroom. So then we had to tell Eva she couldn't have the biggest room because the twins will have to uh, share. Okay. So, and she's fine. She's a really good girl. Like, and she was so happy to find out about the twins and losing the big room didn't matter much to her. But she gets we, to be a big sister. So, yeah, yeah. We hated having to tell her that because we'd already promised her that she could upgrade. Yeah. Uh, oh, and this is something we liked from your messages that you said on Instagram because we were trying to get a date in the diary to, to do this interview. And this is a Saturday morning. Uh, we started at half past 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and we said about doing. Uh, Friday night, but then you said, oh, uh, I don't mind as long as I'm back for bedtime, which we thought was yeah. nice because then that's family time together. So uh, I think the question just is, how do you uh, how do you juggle? Uh, I mean, we struggle with it as teachers, being parents as well uh, of one or two kids, but how do you juggle being a dad and owning two businesses now? Which effectively are like premium nighttime businesses, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. How do you, not a nine-to-five how do you job. Do you so when I first started working here and indeed in like my previous jobs like I've said in nightclubs and everything I was primarily nighttime based for work and everything but I'm fortunate in that I've been here long enough now that I don't work the shifts on the bar I tend to do a Monday or Tuesday afternoon because they're quite quiet so I can get other jobs done Um, and I have got a manager in and supervisors that look after that side of things for me so I always try and make sure I'm home for bedtime. There's maybe once or twice a week when I'm not, but that will be because I'm taking another kid to a class or something yeah. like that. So I always, even if I'm working late, I will try and make sure I'm home just before bedtime so that I can at least see River before bed because some days I wouldn't see her otherwise. Um, so I think that's really important. It doesn't always work out, but you just try your best to, to do yeah. it nine times out of ten sort of thing. Um, in terms of, what did you say about juggling like the... Yeah like, like, yeah, like yeah, like logistics of work and... It, like I said, working for myself allows me to dictate when I work. So mm. I am very lucky. But there was also those times when I work for myself and if I don't do the job, it doesn't get done. Yeah. There's no one else going to pick it up. So I can find that I'm working at silly times. Um, middle of this. But if we mentioned COVID before, if we go back to COVID, when we had to apply for grants to keep our business open... I would work through the night and then obviously with families and whatnot, that was a real struggle back then. Mm. Um, but I am obviously very fortunate that I can say, 
do you know what actually I'm leaving work now and I'll pick it up again when the kids are in bed or something so yeah it's blessings and curses all at the same time yeah yeah I actually did leave work early yesterday because I had a bit of a uh, a text message from Alicia saying why won't they settle they've screamed the entire time this was like three o'clock in the afternoon and everyone's up early and it is just really really difficult with two I think we were lulled into a false sense of security with River because she she's a right character and she can cause us her own problems but in terms of sleeping and everything else she was really good yeah and we never had these problems with her so now when we are facing these problems it's really really difficult um, and I got a text message from Alicia and I said right I'll come home and she said no don't I know you're really busy and I know you've got a lot on <coughs> but I could just tell I could do what I was doing another time yeah. mm. which I've actually done this morning before because I wouldn't normally work on a Saturday but I've come in and done that because I knew we were meeting so I got home got the dog got the twins in the pram went out for an hour's walk said to her put the tv on try and sleep yeah. i mean when i got home she'd cleaned the house but that was her choice and, yeah. and i think <coughs> she just wanted to try and switch off from it all but again i know obviously you guys are teachers you couldn't just decide to leave work at three o'clock yeah, i totally yeah, get yeah. that um but then yeah working for myself sometimes if it is nine or ten o'clock at night and i'm on on the screen because i've had social media messages from customers that something to do with their ticket purchase isn't working if they're trying to come to an event and I have to react to that straight away because otherwise mm. I lose sales yeah. that then causes its own stresses and discussions in the household but yeah um so river is three yeah school coming up soon um and obviously that's going to kind of throw I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. That's got to throw all sorts of new curveballs in because it does. Mm. How do you give a three-year-old, like, how do you make sure you carve out time for her whilst, I don't literally mean juggling twins, but, you know, you, yeah. the girls sound like, you know, they need a lot of your time and your attention, both you and Alicia. How do you how do you make sure that I think this River is, feels treasured, I guess? This is the biggest concern that Alicia and I have got at the minute. Eve is 10. Eva is brilliant. She can make herself a snack she can do her own this that the other she yeah. can sit on the ipad or go and read a book or do a homework like she she's self-sufficient and we do she does a lot of classes so we get that one-on-one -on -one time a lot of time with her and mm. um, river obviously like you said being three it is something that really worries us that we're not spending enough quality time um so we just try at the moment to make sure there is always something that we're looking forward to so, for example, last weekend we've got, um, we only just got them because of the price of it, but um, we've got Blue Planet passes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, we obviously the twins were with us, mm. but yeah, we went to the Blue Planet for the afternoon and that was some special time with River. And it doesn't always have to be something that costs money, it can just be going for a walk or the park, but we always make sure we do something with her together. Cool. Um, like we've just said as well about making sure I'm home for bedtime. Um, something that I do continually feel guilty about is that I always used to get up with River and have breakfast together, but now there's twins, so we're both feeding, and yeah. we, we yeah. both have to be involved in that. So River can, tends to sit on her own to eat breakfast, and it, it breaks my heart. I was going to say, I bet it's the saddest picture <laughs> ever, isn't it? Yeah, um, but 
we, the, the, we just can't really figure a way around it. Some days Alicia will feed both and we've got like a special cushion where we can sit them in to feed and stuff. But obviously it's difficult then when you get to wind and it's not, it's not easy. No. Um, and so nine times out of ten then we'll feed in the bedroom while River's eating breakfast. And then we try and encourage her to come through to cool. see us yeah because we can't necessarily get to see her a lot of the time she says no and she's already trying to do, get dressed up as elsa or something or, <laughs> yeah. or or do something else and you try and have a, a little play time with her afterwards yeah. but yeah that is that is really difficult and something that we're very conscious of not sure we've got it right but we try and you'll have either starting secondary school as well yeah so they're both they're all the kids are october birthday so we've got actually another year and a yeah. bit on top of all of that they'll be like the eldest in the years um which we found odd because rivers got moved into preschool in her nursery ages ago but she'll yeah. be in that room for two years yeah oh, we yeah, had yeah. <coughs> we had that with sammy where she said so sammy's 17th of december and actually she did she did a year and a half so she did longer in the nursery than she would have done yeah yeah. She got moved up early as well, mm. which I was quite grateful for because I think she was getting a bit bored in the previous room. But then you do think, well, you're going to be in that room for like over two years. Yeah, it's but a long time. Yeah. Let's just go back. So you just said that all October babies, hmm. what's the gap? The twins are the 12th of October, River's the 16th of October, and Eva's the 20th of October. <laughs> There's a lot of cake in your house. It's, just yeah. Just in one week. It's, um, wasn't planned that way um certainly for river and the twins obviously is which i can speak about a bit more it was sort of decided that we would try around christmas time fall pregnant in february time um but every both well both times that we've done that obviously it's coming off of contraception and things like that and you convince yourself it's going to take years to work yeah. out of your system and well in alicia's case it's taken weeks so yeah yeah because we were like so we came off it in just after france or september and then we were like i don't well harp is a september baby so we we're like right if it's december next year then that'd be quite a nice time but you can't plan it can you it's just it's no, one of those things you, that you like really can't. in your head you're like oh let's be really nice if it's december or january but no i think as well working in teaching like so many women in teaching try to try to plan it so that it works so that they get their maternity yeah, leave yeah. and whatever yeah Alicia is a teacher. She'll, I think she'll be going back as a TA in, in primary school. But yeah, it's it's a whole different ball game when mm. you start factoring stuff like that. Because she was really trying to go back into work in September after the summer holidays, but she was so heavily pregnant, and she, I think she managed two days, and she just couldn't do the stairs. And yeah. the school were great, and they'd done all these risk assessments and, and everything else. But it's only a small school that, that there's only so much the school can do. Yeah. So we started maternity slightly early. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's just opened a Polly's just to make me even more jealous. Is it nice? It's all right, actually, yeah. Is it? Which yeah. One? I have not tried it's, either, um, so. Which one is it? Mango? Mambo Fire. Mm. Is that one of their birthday ones? It's not, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've not had them yet. Go on. Yeah, heads up, it's Polly's sixth birthday in uh, two weeks. Soon. I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, but also, whilst you're heads up, four monkeys are doing a beer test, and especially for Polly's sixth birthday. We so, are. You know, How do people get a ticket? Just drop us a message on the socials or emails and whatnot, yeah. um, and we'll get back to you. And Polly's are coming in to do a guided beer tasting through their six birthday beers. So oh. really excited for that. Oh. Well, I mean, that's good and bad, because they'll talk about their own beers. But I don't know. It felt special having Jamie talk through the other beers. It was 
done your homework, hadn't you? It was I great. had, and I did really <coughs> enjoy hosting that beer yeah. tasting. It was something new for me. Um, like we've said, I love beer, and I feel like I, I do know enough to sort of pick some nice ones. But then when you put yourself to the test, it's, it's <coughs> harder. But I really enjoyed that, and it we'll definitely good. do that again. What was, was our number one? It was the. Uh, do you know what I actually? You still got the list. I still have the list because I wanted to make notes of this. It was a wheatwood turncoat. Uh, and I never remember what NE stands for in IPA. New England IPA. New England, that's the yeah. one. That was nice, that was. Yeah, that's yeah. really nice, and it? it's still in stock now. There we are. Well, but there's ones. a part of also the stout was. The stout was good, and then to finish it with that cider, that was a great shout. Yeah. That was a very nice cider. Beers. And some good snacks. Yes. Oh, Excellent snacks. Snacks, snacks are mad. Yeah, Scotch eggs and. Uh, <coughs> chicken wings. Chicken wings. You can never go wrong with it. Well, I, no, you see, that, that sounded weird saying that because I'm not always a big fan of chicken wings. But those chicken wings were really good. Yeah, he's really weird. He says he doesn't like chicken wings because his hands are too big. Because I've got enormous hands. So chicken wings but just I, feel... I absolutely love chicken wings when they're done right, but they're done yeah. wrong a lot. And yeah. I also have very large hands and I really struggle and find it a bit <coughs> of a chore. But when you're having a beer... Oh, it's so good, isn't it? We've done mm. a, a few places in Liverpool, haven't we? You've limited yeah. wings and they were really yeah. nice. So... You were you were talking about kind of some of the struggles with with River and and that you know I think I mean you read it so many times it's proper Instagram fodder that only good parents worry about being good parents so I think from our point of view you know the fact that you've openly said actually that's the thing we struggle with that the fact that you're open about struggling with it's a really key thing so I mean anyone that's got any kids at all know whether they've got one four or eight and they say they're not struggling with something they're lying yeah hundred yeah. percent yeah yeah. So what advice would you give to people who are struggling, Jimmy? How did <laughs> well, I open my cloud water Yeah, you open beer. your cloud water ginger beer. Um, like if someone's in a situation where they are running a business or they're working like as hard as you do and they've got people depending on them in work as well, because yeah. you obviously have a full team here that, that yeah. are going to look to you for answers. And then you go home and that's another fairly full team that are looking to you for support. How do you, how, where do you find time for you in the middle? Um, that is actually really important and it is something that has caused again quite hot topics of debate over the years not saying necessarily now because I think that me and Alicia have sort of got our own terms and everything set but um, we uh, first of all you said (laughs) advice you can only do your best and you can always continually try to do your best and you can always improve and you can always recognise that you can improve but you're never ever going to be 100% so you just have to try um, but I do picking up on what you've said having your own time and finding time for you is also really important so advice I would give any parent again of any number of children is recognize that find time for you and your partner or if you're a single parent you and yourself and even now obviously I'm married but I still insist on so many gym sessions a week because that is what I yeah. find I need more mentally yeah. than physically um, and it's an hour when I don't have phone calls or work or anything else or children and that's one hour so many times a week where I am just focusing on me and I know that the days I don't do that I'm probably not as good a dad the rest of the day so it doesn't obviously I've mentioned the gym but just anything go into a a gig go in out with your partner for dinner or yeah even once the kids are in bed saying, right, well, we're going <coughs> to 
play a game or watch a film or yeah. just set in some time. Yeah, just doing that, making sure that there is time for all aspects of your life. Just because just we've got kids doesn't mean our lives have stopped. No, not at all. So, yeah. yeah. And it's not just your... That's not how what just defines you as a, as a dad. Like, yeah. so, we're so much more than just... And finding time for... So we we used to go out an awful lot more than we do now. But we try now to have people round. Summertime's great, barbecues, yeah. and having everyone round to our place. We stayed in for New Year's, just gone, and we're usually always out. In fact, I think other than COVID, when we couldn't, we've always been out. And we said no, we actually want to see New Year in with the kids, and we had everyone to us, and it was brilliant, and we all really enjoyed it. And we said we'll do the same again next year. Because and it, easier than well, finding so someone to babysit four kids too. Well, you know. e- easier in a way. Um, it it meant I I we hosted a lot over Christmas as well. So I kind of let go a little bit on New Year, and I had a stinking hangover, um, which when you've got four kids is not recommended. Oh, that was really difficult, and um, Alicia Blesser had to parent and do a lot of the clean up um, on her own because I wasn't capable, but. Um, I'll just flip back to the fact that I did it all on Christmas. So yeah, I did my yeah, share. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, it just, yeah, f- finding a babysitter for four people as well, four kids. It's like I mentioned, we're really lucky with our, our families, but it is also hard on them. You can't just constantly be getting the grandparents around. So, well, I think we, I've picked up that, you know, your mum and dad are really, quite active and busy because you talked about English wine earlier you said that was that was your mum's influence that yeah. made sure that was there and we met your dad at the, the beer tasting so yeah. they seem to be really hands on as well so that's, well, that's really good they're co-owners of the businesses so yeah dad's the handyman so dad's been up this week because the electrics failed and we had lights that were just disco lighting and they weren't meant to be disco lighting so dad's been up this week doing that um, like, like we've said mum is definitely like um, on the wine situation and their co-owners so they're here a lot for the gigs and they welcome people as the owners of the business just the same way I would and I'm here a lot less now like we said about trying to be home for bedtime um, and they're, they're very hands-on as well as grandparents and they're, they're, they spend every Thursday with us and they live yeah. an hour and a half away so yeah. it, is, it is difficult but they, they, they love where they live they live in there beautiful countryside in Wales so the the um, downside is they have a, a journey to do and we're, we're lucky as well with Alicia's mum she's she's over every Monday to see the kids obviously Alicia's on maternity so they don't have mm. to at the moment but they they still do that a lot and they're they're very hands-on as grandparents and they're great Fab. Uh, we've mentioned the, the beer tasting at Four Monkeys uh, you can plug anything else that's coming up anything big in Alexander's that's coming do you want to give a shout out to how long is it going to take you to edit this? When's uh, this going out? <laughs> this will go out. The plan we, was that it would be before we go to New York. York so, so before January the 27th. So 10 days. Oh, okay. So can't do what I was going to say then. Oh, uh, what is it? Next weekend, we have got a Daft Punk Chemical Brothers and Prodigy night here. Oh, that could be good fun. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that because we've got babysitters. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> so yeah, but um, you can edit that bit out if you want. Um, I think just really with Alexander's itself, it is every single Friday is comedy club. 
and it sells out every week. So if you want to come, we get so many messages on a Friday from people that didn't get tickets. So just book anything that we've got coming up in advance. Tuesday's open mic night. Come down if you've got some tunes you want to play. Like it, it is really nice and relaxed here, but um, it does get busy on the, especially like mm. I said, the Fridays for comedy. Saturdays is always bands on. Um, through February, we'll have some jump jive bands and tributes to Dire Straits and stuff like that. So, cool. loads of stuff to check out. Just check the website, which is alexanderslive.com. Um, and then, with regards to Four Monkeys and the the beer, um, like we've mentioned, the the Polly's birthday yeah, yeah. beer tasting. But other than that, it's just coming down and supporting independent mm. venues. Yeah, it isn't. If even if you don't come into our venues, the courtyard is full of independent venues. Chester is full of independent mm. venues, and it's really, really important to support independent and and not go for a cheapo beer in a Witherspoons and go yeah. somewhere nice. I think what I like about the the courtyard is that you know if you're at Alexander's or and you know it is big and busy and loud and you need a break or you need you know it's not your thing then. Yeah, Four Monkeys is literally thirty seconds away, and and it's much more relaxed and much calmer, and yeah, it's just a lovely space. We have had a lot of people that have stepped out from the gig at sort of the the break time here at Alexander's because it is like busy sometimes, yeah. and it's hot and sweaty, and people are dancing, and we've had people just walk across, grab a nice glass of wine, sit and have a chill for twenty minutes, and then get back into the mm. the gig life over this side of the courtyard. So yeah, that is that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Cool. Um, and one last thing. So you mentioned Alicia a lot, and she, um, you know, you said you've not done anything like this before. She might be a very supportive wife and listen. Although we're not sure what that feels like because <laughs> ours don't. Don't listen. Uh, give her got ten seconds. Give her a shout out. Tell her how awesome she is. Go for it. Oh, okay. Big shout out to Alicia, um, wife of coming up to two years, but obviously mother to to four amazing children and an amazing mother. She's. Um, sleep deprived and doing a brilliant job despite the the sleep deprivation so well done well done i think yeah. the same could be said of you jimmy to be fair sleep deprived yeah. and still smashing it yeah i've You're actually started putting earplugs in i'm not oh. gonna lie Got do they help belongings yeah totally like i'm i'm a good sleeper anyway but i also am someone that needs my sleep um through the the weeks that I had off for paternity leave and everything, we just didn't sleep, and you're mm. getting maybe an hour and a half a night, which is fine for a couple of nights. But it's worse but than when not getting any. Yeah, when you're 13 weeks in, and yeah. I am up, and I am coming mm. to work, um, I I I mean, you said we're close to wrapping up, but I really struggled at, um, about the the one month mark, and was really struggling with. And just feeling so down and it was I knew it was because I didn't sleep yeah, yeah. Um, and so we had that conversation and so earplugs are going in and I am getting six or seven hours which is it's amazing be done. that's better now isn't it yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's not disturbed sometimes <coughs> like this week River's been poorly so River's had us up but mm. it's just that's fine that's parent life and you deal yeah. with that it's not constant but um, obviously Alicia is still there with the twins soldiering What's really annoying all week up is like so, I I we have to go. In, she normally gets to breakfast club for like quarter to eight, so I have to uh, go in and wake her up about quarter to seven. To be like, oh, right. shut up! Yeah, what? Waking wake your up. child up? No, right. So I have to go in and wake her up quarter to seven. All week I've gone in and woken her up, and she's like, "Daddy, I just want to sleep. Just leave me alone." I'm like, "Right, you got twenty minutes." So then about quarter past seven, I'll be like, "You have to get ready now," and she's just like, "I'm so tired." This morning, quarter past six. 
wide awake. I'm like, it's my day off. Why are you up so early? Yeah. Like, why can't you do this when it's a school I'll day? Oh, poor you. Quarter past six on one morning. What's Jonah? Quarter past six is a lion. Half five. Yeah. Is that still going yeah. on now? Yeah. And he's eight. Yeah. Yeah, but doesn't he just like sort himself out? No. No, right. No, no. You're coming to your room. Yeah, yeah. So um, we we can't we don't have that because our bedroom now we've knocked through is downstairs and the kids are upstairs. Obviously, they're not the twins yet, and um, they're still with us. But um, we just get the the shouting, "Daddy!" And then obviously mm. you have to to react. But I think River from six months till now has done a solid twelve hours a night. So now that she's not, yeah. On top of the twins, that's that's hard. Mm. Yeah, you don't know you're born. No, Harper, you are living the dream. When, when we say about having like your second or something, we're like everyone we know that's had the second. They're always like, yeah, they're sleep deprived. Like their sleep was really bad. They didn't eat and all this. I'm like, oh. I mean, but Sammy was never a good sleeper either. Like, I I remember genuinely remember I was teaching in Warrington at the time on a maternity cover, and I fell asleep one morning at the wheel at a set of lights oh, wow. on the way to school. It was just horrific. Um, and there were mornings, definitely, during my NQT year, there were mornings where, or days when on my way home, I'd pull off the road into a little car park. And and a little snooze. Have a little snooze. I fell asleep here at work. You just, you've got tea. Need to, don't you, if you're tired. I can yeah. remember questioning whether I was awake and then realising that I wasn't. And I woke up mid, and I'd mid-email and just asleep on my laptop. That sofa looks quite comfy. There's <laughs> only yeah. naps on it. That's too short. Now I know where to go. Come up here, have a snooze. Yeah. Um, Right, mate. Thanks so much for being on. Thanks, Jeremy. Really appreciate it. Absolute legend. And uh, yeah, we really want to just try and support you guys as much as possible. So uh, we'll put more on our socials. Look out for some possible just real dads crossover events with Alexander's and. Are you plugging that? Are you? Why not? Why not? In there. Who knows? Yeah. Sounds good. While he's here and he can agree to it, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's recorded. Yeah, he said nice. it. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jimmy, thanks for your time. Thank you. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Awesome interview. Uh, loved listening to Jimmy and just giving his advice. Um, and just being, like I said before, um, super honest, super open. Um, if anything, Jimmy said, you know, maybe caught your attention or hit you and you thought about it a little bit more than get in touch uh which is i mean you could do that through the website that doesn't exist properly yet yeah we'll have to chat about this <laughs> yeah yeah get us on the socials or ping us an email uh which is just real dads at vineyard53.org well done. I, I said that slowly so yeah. people could literally type it as they listen well to done. me say it. and you weren't yeah. being gibbering or, no, on instagram, or instagram just for your dads underscore pod uh, but yeah if, and like Jamie if you've got twins yourself and uh, it's a struggle or what the challenges are with that or any advice you can give to Jamie yeah, or yeah. other people just uh, drop Get us a message that'd be uh, great before our next episode we are on a road trip we're on tour baby yes Woo-woo. well tour is a bit of a stretch just for your dad's on tour tour is a stretch lads 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 obviously uh, we- some of us are a little more excited than others <laughs> well what Stu's not excited about something standard Oh, it's a bit harsh. It was harsh, but also fair and true. You don't know how I'm feeling on the inside. You're He's ecstatic. Yeah. He knocked out. <laughs> she, just, she just has that face that doesn't show much emotion. Quite stoic. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, stoic. where, uh, where are we going? Fireworks going on in here. We're off to York. We're off to York, York. baby. Uh, Brew York in particular. That's Other breweries and this is, sites may be visited. This is York, UK, um, not New York. 
Yeah, we're off That's to why we didn't say New York. I said Brew York. You said Brew York. You said Brew York, so just... Oh. You know, uh, I mean, but for yeah. our international listeners. <laughs> our Argentinian listening. Um, yeah, we're, we're off on a, a bit of a... It's a, literally... It's, a planning meeting tour. It is a planning weekend. Yes. If you ask our wives. Yeah. Um, and we will do some planning. We'll so like Glenn planning. said, if you've got any... If you've got any stuff you want us to talk about, then get in touch and we'll try and factor that in. And any other nice places in York, because me and yeah. Glenn have been twi- uh, once each. But uh, Well, I've been more than once. But oh, yeah. I've been, right. but with no, the not, kids. Not, I've not explored the um, drinking holes, shall uh, we say. I went once holes. with the wife. <laughs> Water, a watering hole, drinking hole. Watering hole. Watering hole. You drink it a hole. You well, You don't drink it a hole, no, so that doesn't no. work. Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening to this episode. And we will see you... Well, we won't see you but stay safe oh yeah Stu hasn't done his bit he's not on, done Stu. it is he Come. ciao for now oh is that is he wow. that's all he's doing yeah new year new start new year right cheers no guys nonsense. thanks no nonsense hope you enjoy the episode and uh, we'll see you next time for a see new later. episode of Just Real Dads Just Real Dads